0: Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet,
1: you get with Caesars Rewards. Must be 21 or older. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of Not Just Football with me, your host, number 97 of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cam Hayward. Thank you guys for coming back and guess what? It's our 8th episode. I can't believe we made this far. But Hayden, how do you think we're doing? Eight. It's crazy, man. I can't believe it's been two months. Uh I think we're
0: doing pretty good. Uh, not 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 too bad. Not too bad so far. So uh excited to get going into what happened in the first week of preseason. But before we start, fill us in. How was Monday Night Raw last night? What was it like hanging out with the guys?
1: Uh, it was fun. You know, uh we got to see a show uh showing of uh Monday Night Raw. Um, you know, we got to meet some wrestlers, uh I think we met Ray Mysterio's son and Bobby Lashley. Uh, I also got to meet uh, Stephanie McMahon. Um, but, you know, it was fun to just take some of the guys out. Um, they got us on camera. Um, they have a picture of me looking shocked when the guy um, hit hit the, uh, the wall because uh, I had my nachos in my hand. I didn't want to knock those over. But there was another video uh, of us hanging out, um, me doing the John Cena face, uh, you can't see me. And then my brother just looking uncomfortable, like he always does.
0: Yeah, Connor was a deer in headlights, and nice job saving the nachos. I'm really proud <laughs> of you, and uh, always save every drop. They're very nice. Um, Let's get into the preseason, though. Final week of the preseason, Cam. You got some playing time this week, which was happy to see. How would you feel about your performance,
1: your unit's performance, and just overall how'd the game go? Uh, You know, I, I felt pretty good about it. You know, I think it's always good to knock off – that rust from, you know, uh, all those training camps and all that time off, uh, to get some real reps in preseason, uh, whether it was run or pass, you know, just being ready for those moments. Uh, I appreciate that time. Um, you get to work on different things. Communication wise, you get to be surprised by plays that you haven't practiced. Um, it was good. Um, you know, you always want to win these games, no matter what time it is, uh, no matter if it's a preseason game, a regular season game, you always want to win, uh, just because you can grow from that. Um, and you know, you can say, Hey, we did these things right to win the game. Um, uh, but there are always things we can work on. Um, one play that really sticks out to mind is the third and 17 draw, which we knew they were, you know, more than capable of doing, but they had shown a lot on, on film, especially from last year, uh, they play, we call it a lot of give up football because we should dominate that play, um, but we didn't. Um, they were able to, to, you know, set up the play, get it up the middle and then uh, veer off to his right. Um, so we got to clean that up um, as a defense. That was one play that was very glaring on the tape. Yeah. And, and that was one play I was going to ask you about. So I'm glad you
0: mentioned it. That was one play we had to talk about just a just a. To a bonehead play really on the defensive side. But other than that play, how do you feel you guys did against the run? It's been really a big topic of discussion
1: all camp. How are you guys going to handle the run defense this year? Uh, Run defense has got to improve. I think we have the right guys in mind. Uh, You get guys healthier. Um, You know, obviously having Tyson Aluoglu back is huge. Um, Bringing a guy like Larry Ogunjobi, uh, Miles Jack, uh, these guys are made to stop the run and get after the passer. But, um, we need everybody to be healthy, but also we need everybody to just execute well. Um, that's where we fell short last year. Um, you know, I take it personally when we don't stop the run, because if you don't stop the run, you can't get after the pass. You want to make a team one dimensional. And if they have to pass the ball, then we can really get cooking with gas. So, um, that's the first step. Obviously, we had one glaring play that has to be cleaned up yesterday, But um, I'm looking forward to getting after week one. Yeah, speaking of week
0: one, what does the preparation look like now leading forward? Obviously, you have like a a little bit of a bye week this week. What's the preparation look like for Cincinnati going forward now?
1: You know, I think we're really using this week to clean up uh, the mistakes from the game. Um, You know, it'd be one thing, you know, I think sometimes this game – uh, in the past because we've had those four pre-seasons, once this preseason the fourth preseason was usually over, you move on to your next team uh because you're already in the next week. This has given us some time to just clean up those mistakes again to make sure we really hit home. Um and then you know next week uh, I plan on taking on home some homework over the weekend to make sure I just get a uh early start on the Bengals, but you know it's uh It's getting about that time to get rolling. Um, We have the AFC uh, champions next week. We're going into their home, uh, the jungle. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, This is a good test uh, a great way to get out the gate. Is that
0: one of the reasons why you guys did play so much in that uh, third preseason game? It felt like a lot of starters were out there, I believe, into the second quarter. Was it to get maybe some things on tape so you could know what you need to clean
1: up before week one? Yeah, I think that um, I've always been a proponent. You need some type of work in the, in the, uh, in, in some time of the, these preseason games. Is it going to be perfect? No. Uh, but that's what the preseason for is to clean up those mistakes before you get into some real time ball. Um, you know, obviously uh, everybody's fighting for a spot and guys have to, you know, put their their best foot forward and you know showcase their talents obviously it doesn't always work out that way um but that game uh has determined a lot of who makes the team um and guys just knocking out the rust trying to get ready for the season yeah i'm glad you mentioned uh,
0: what this week means to us it's obviously cut down day today the day we're recording this um what is that week like even for a veteran who knows he's going to be on the team is it difficult for you as well
1: it's tough um because I've bonded with these guys for over, you know, since, man, since May. You know, you you spend uh, off-season workouts and OTAs uh, and then leads to training camp where it's over a month. Um, You know, you you really start to bond with these guys. Um, And these guys, uh, a lot of people don't realize how much they dedicate to their uh, craft um, and trying to get better, Um, you know, it's – it's tough. You know, we, uh, we as players only think about, um, you know, the, or we as fans only think about the guys who make it, but there are tons of guys who don't make it. And there's a lot of good talent that gets left behind. Um, and, you know, even if you don't make the 53, you're fighting for the 16-man practice squad. Uh, and that's a, a, a job that uh, is a very, very selfless job. One thing I've always wanted to ask you
0: about, we've never actually talked about was, like you see these horrible things on hard knocks. And I think you mentioned a few weeks ago, but where like we watch a guy get cut, is that how it is in real life to where like, if you're in the facility, are you avoiding anybody who could get cut? Cause you're like, I don't want to watch them like
1: get cut. Um, you know, obviously you never want to watch anybody get cut. I've only been with one team. And so I've seen, um, uh, you know, guys wait at the front, um, uh, whether it's scouts or people in the front office that have to clean up, um, or not clean up, but have to do the job of cutting players. Uh, it's unfortunate, um, but it's never like it's portrayed on, you know, hard knocks where they bring you up to the room and basically uh, figuratively, figuratively, uh undress you and tell you what you've done wrong. Tell you why you didn't make the team. Um, that, that's kind of heartbreaking to me when I, when I would see that on, on hard knocks, but uh, sometimes it's, Hey, we would love to bring you back on the practice squad, but we don't think you're going to make it through the waiver wire. um, You know, because you're such a good player, we just, you know, might've got bumped because we have so many players at your position. Uh, Sometimes it becomes a numbers game and it, it sucks because there's so many guys are awarded or deservingly of that position. And uh, it's not a perfect process. uh, But, it's the process that has to be made to, you know, make forward a, a good team. Have you ever had a cut that you maybe thought hurt team chemistry by the team letting a certain player go? Uh, oh man, um, I, I don't know if there's a cut that really sticks out. Um, I will say my rookie year, um, because those are the guys you come in with and you are just trying to find your, your way. And then you start to see guys get cut around you and you're like, man, this is, this is different. Like I, I was never used to this. Um, I've never been the guy who never, like who becomes used to guys getting cut. That's just not me. Um, You know, I remember uh, hearing about, you know, the the vets of old, um, they, they were that way. So they wouldn't learn each other's name. They wouldn't learn the young guys' names until they made the roster. Uh, because you didn't want to attach yourselves and, you know, create a bond that, you know, would hurt you. Um, it, it's tough, man. Um, I, the guys that do get cut, uh, it's not an easy process. I, I wish them all the best. Um, and, you know, I, I want to I see those guys still uh, shining on Sundays. Like Coach T always tells us, like, just because you don't make it here doesn't mean you can't play in the NFL. You know what you put on tape is your walking, talking, breathing resume, and people have to look at it across the league. Um, and you know if you're playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's a lot of teams watching, so you always want to put your best foot forward.
0: Yeah. So speaking of that, any any big names that you saw were cut today, or any names that you made I'm like, wow, I can't believe you got cut.
1: Um, uh, man, you know you look at a guy like Tony Jefferson. Uh, I've had a lot of respect for him. In his time at Baltimore. Uh, obviously, they drafted a, a Kyle Hamilton, um, brought in some different guys from other places, but I just thought he was a sound player. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, you can't carry as many safeties as you want, and the guy is, is producing at a high level. You want to give him an opportunity to make it with another team. But, um, you know, you can say the case for, you know, every team's got that guy. It's like, man, I wish I could hold on to him, but. It, it's tough. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm always proud of all the D linemen we play with, you know, whether it's the Davis twins or a guy like Henry Mondu who, um, you, know, lost, you know, gained some weight this past year to, you know, may, play the nose tackle position and then you see him get cut. But um, our room is pretty deep uh, and it's not easy. Um, so, you know, you're hoping those guys come back some way, but you just never know.
0: Yeah, being a guy who's obviously there in practice every day, how often are you like
1: shocked by a certain player that gets cut? Is it very often? I'm always shocked. Uh, I never know when those things are happening. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't like to count sheep or you know, um, you know, line my ducks in a row and try to play the numbers game because um, you know, if one guy's showing out one one day, the next the next day another guy is um, and. Um, I don't get paid to scout, <laughs> uh, but I get paid to play. And you know, a lot of those guys that come to training camp, I go to war with because they they uh, they bring it to practice. There's energy there, um, and you know, I, I I would I would you know I'd fight tooth and nail for them.
0: Yeah, and obviously it sucks getting cut. But one thing I do want to recognize before we end this conversation is we got to give credit to a six round pick for the Steelers who made the team, Connor Hayward, how proud are you as a big brother to see him make the team? Cause the six round pick is not always guaranteed to make the roster
1: and Connor had to really earn that spot. It's very hard uh, because, you know, the six round, nothing is given to you. Um, obviously we've had some really great six rounders here, um, but you have to continue to work. And, you know, I am very proud of that kid. Don't ever get it wrong. I am very proud of him, but that's a spot where you have to continue to keep fighting throughout the entire year. Um, you have to continue to produce. This league is about guys that produce at a high level on a consistent basis. And, man, they're going to judge him every 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 week. And I'm going to be his biggest fan, and I'm going to make sure he does what he can but uh, we got some work to do, and I'm glad to have him week one. Yeah, man, really proud of him and really happy he made the roster, and I know he's worked his tail off. So
0: I know you were proud, and I know mom, and everybody's proud. So great job, Connor.
1: Yeah, he did okay. Uh, you know, it was funny. Before the game, my mom uh, was at the game with a couple of uh, rookie moms, and she was like, do you mind? Uh, I think she told one of our player personnel guys. Do you mind uh, getting Cam and Connor together before the game to take a picture in their jerseys? And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Like, Connor need Connor. Connor was just like, why is she asking me? And I'm like, that's not happening. Just focus on football. And I'm like, you know, it. I think she's she thinks like this is like a high school game where like you can do that. But I'm like, mom, like relax. Like, we got a we got a game to focus on. And you know, he wanted to be locked in for the game, so. You know, we'll take a picture after four. Wow.
0: So you overruled your mom on a picture for
1: her two sons. We stay locked in. Hayward boys stay locked in for games. Don't ever get that twisted. All right. All right. So I can't, we can't get a photo before games
0: this year. Nobody can get a photo before the game.
1: You better go take pictures of the sure okay. sign instead of the Heinz Field sign. So yeah, there's plenty of other stuff to do.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, people. We're brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. See, it's not just about the daily promos, odds boost, or the hundreds of ways to wager. It's about the immortal word to Caesar himself. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Every bet you place on the app, no matter a outcome, earns towards exclusive perks at Caesar's Rewards destinations everywhere. Hotel stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app, become a Caesars Rewards member today, and get more with every wager. Must be 21 or order to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. All right,
1: enough talk about NFL football. Let's move on to the young boys, college football. Hayden, what's going on? I First off, I don't think that people understand what
0: it took for you to get into that jersey. Uh, I oh, hope you out. can drink it that. Off you that, that thing is toy like a tiger. I'm sorry for the people listening. That is toy like a tiger on you. This is great. Like i pop. have way more than I do in my NFL jersey, so we're good. If you could Hulk Hogan rip that thing off, that thing is like tattooed to your body right now. Okay. Don't like, be jealous. It's toy. It, yeah. it's toy. It's toy.
1: You lost that game, by the way. Too. You got that, but you lost. I, this is one of the games. Oh, yeah. I have like four jerseys that I beat Michigan in. So it doesn't really matter which one I put on. That, and that's fine, but
0: I'll go back to a, a statement from Cam Hayward. Specialties, you're only doing <laughs> the last game. And Ohio State has not beaten Michigan in over a thousand days. Just going to leave it at that. Let's get into this weekend, though. College football. Ohio State has another big game coming up this week against Notre Dame. How do you see that going this week
1: against your old teammate, too, by the way, right? Man, uh, Marcus Freeman, I played with him my freshman and sophomore year. Uh, We all knew he was destined to be a head coach at some point. We never thought it was going to be Notre Dame, though. Um, He's got them on the map again. Uh, I think they're ranked fifth. But, man, I got to say, Coach Day, it's time to get it done. Um, You know, we're ranked number two for a reason. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. And so – Ohio State's got to get it done, man. I, I You know, I, I look at the road, um, and we should be on that road all the way. Yeah,
0: 17-and-a-half point favorites. I mean, obviously, I think Freeman's writing that down, too. Um, any other games this weekend, though, that really draw up the interest? I mean, I got West Virginia Pitt, uh, LSU, FSU, Utah's heading to Florida, Oregon versus Georgia. What else do you like this weekend?
1: I, I don't know if I like any of the games, but, like, how excited are we about it? The Pitt-West Virginia backyard brawl being back in Pittsburgh. Like, that is a classic game. I miss the Big East games where you would have the Pitt versus West Virginia. Um, you know, the Pitt versus Rutgers, you don't even get any more. Um, I miss those Big East games. Uh, it's a it's a callback. They should always play each other. Um but, you know, both teams have different quarterbacks now. Obviously, Kenny Pickett's gone, so you have uh, Slovis there at quarterback. And then at West Virginia, you pick up a guy from USC and JT Daniels. So um excited to see what he's going to do, too. I would say this. The people from the states you grew up in would also like to say JT Daniels was also at the University of Georgia,
0: too, right? He was the University of Georgia quarterback, too. So He
1: was. He um, was. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't mention too much of Georgia anymore.
0: <laughs> you know, well, how do you see them playing this week? They're obviously a really highly ranked team as well, playing Oregon. I believe that game is in uh, the Mercedes-Benz Dome. How do you see Georgia playing the defending national champs?
1: It's going to be interesting because Oregon's got um, a, di- a different way of doing things. They still are offensive line coach at Oregon now. Um, but UGA, I want to see how do you replace all that talent you lost? Obviously, you still have some guys up front on the defensive line. But, man – it wasn't just defensive line you lost. Um, you lost guys in your your linebacking group, but you lost uh, Pickens as well. Um, you know, and then you know, how do you replace all that and make sure you're worthy of being a national contender this year? Okay,
0: well let's let's get into a little bit of prediction game here. Give me your final four. Who will be standing there? We're going to use this again, by the way, in December to see how mm-hmm. wrong we both were. Who do you got in the final
1: four? And uh, yeah, let's hear it. I'm going to say, uh, man, Ohio State, obviously, Utah. Um, actually, I don't know Utah and Oregon, it, it, man. It's it's going to be interesting between those two teams. Um, a- obviously Alabama. Um, give give me Utah, and then. Man, Notre Dame gets hurt by playing us so early. Give me Clemson. I'll say Clemson steps it up this year. The dark horse is, is Miami, though. Miami is the team on the rise that nobody's talking about. Ohio State, Utah, Bama, and
0: Clemson. Yes. That's who you got. Man, the Blue there Blue. is no – Utah's losing week one in, at Florida.
1: I'm not sold on Florida. I'm never – It's so, I've a been tough sp- game,
0: man. It's a tough game. They're, they're going across country to play in the swamp. They're going to lose that game. I'm calling it. Utah's out week one. They, that list is
1: done That's week swell. one. It hasn't been the swamp in forever. It's like a pond now. No. It's not no, the swamp no. anymore.
0: We can agree to disagree on that. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go Bama, UGA, Michigan, and USC to get into the Final Four. Michigan goes into Columbus. Wins in Columbus this year. It's too straight. It'll be over a thousand days. It already is over a thousand days since Ohio State has beaten Michigan. So, yeah.
1: How can you think Michigan's going to win? They lost all their talent. They, lost, they did not lose all their talent. It just
0: shows me how little you know about college football. You've been working too hard. They did no, not lose all their talent. Richardson? All the Richardson. College, listen, listen, listen. They lost some talent. They rebuilt, okay? they they return i believe 9 of 11 starters on offense. They return arguably the best offensive line in the country. All the skill guys are back. They got two quarterbacks that can play.
1: You just don't know what you're talking about. Oh, now we have two quarterbacks that can play. That's that's a cop out for not picking a quarterback. No, it's called it's called NIL
0: and transfers that where if you don't play them both, one is easily going to leave so that you play them both. Also, both those quarterbacks i believe led a team that scored 42 points on Ohio State last year and ran for over like 300 yards on him. Who do you have winning it all? Oh, Bama. Bama's going to win it all. Not even a question. Bama's going to win it
1: all. Y'all Not don't play Bama's enough defense win. anymore, man. Why will Bama win? Because they're the best team. What do they have?
0: They have arguably the two best players in the country Bryce Young and Will Anderson.
1: Not even a I question. Don't know. I don't even know if Bryce Young. I I understand he won the Heisman that last year, and you know rightfully so. But I don't know if he's one of the best players coming back this year. What? I, and I'd also say I, this too. I, you're talking about what you lost, acting like Ohio State
0: did not lose a ton of pieces this past year too. They didn't. They lost two first round receivers, did they not? And we got we got two more coming. Oh, so why can't Michigan do that? So who's replacing Hutchinson? Tell me that. I mean, you're not going to replace that kind of production. I like that one. I I like that. Who's replacing Garrett Wilson or Alave? Wait, who's replacing Garrett Wilson or Alave? Uh, Najibba,
1: are we Uh, going to act like
0: that's that's one and we knew about him? Who's replacing the other two? Marvin Harrison, Jr.? So if Marvin Harrison goes as high as either of those two, we'll have the conversation. But until then, I don't want to hear he's just going to replace them. Okay. Listen, can we please okay. make sure that we are together when this game is played and we can simulcast it for the people to watch us watch it together, okay? Or even we yeah. go. Get us tickets and let's go,
1: okay? You know, you know, I might just have to put this on. You've never seen this, all these Ws. You see all these, these – These uh, Buckeyes right here, you know how I got these? By eating a sandwich. They hand them out like candy there. By kicking Michigan's tail. No. And that's what we're going to do this year. No. It's like I woke up at 9 o'clock. I get a Buckeye. No. No. You see that? And I got a big head, so I had to to do something right. So shoot. Explain how guys that never play have their helmets full. Never play. They play special teams, man. They all get it done, bro. Everybody gets them for the wins. It's a team sport, dude. It can't just be because you did your job right. It's
0: because everybody did their job. All right. Have it here. Buckeye stickers are participation
1: trophies. Yeah, right. I don't see you on the roster. I don't see you on Michigan's roster. I don't want to be. I'm sorry. Blood, guts, in heart to play Ohio state moving on off the college football talk. Let's move back to the NFL talk and tell me, have you seen anything that's been going on in
0: the league? Uh, yeah, we've had a few things going on. There's been uh, Tom Brady news, obviously uh, missed 11 days of training camp. I would love to hear how you feel about that as a guy who has been a veteran. Do you care about that? If it's a guy like Tom Brady taking that much time?
1: honestly no um you know we all have uh, a different journey a different story uh for me to criticize a guy for 11 days who's going to be locked in from day 1 um you know you don't know what's going on in his life and for me to assume uh it, i don't i don't think that's right uh but you know you you hope he's going to be ready to week 1 um you know he's going to prepare like it uh and Uh, I just think sometimes, you know, because it doesn't go as regularly scheduled for everybody, um, then it becomes, oh, man, this guy's not bought in. This guy's got a million things going on. Man, we all have lives. Things happen. Um, And you just hope everything's going around outside of football.
0: Yeah, I think he summed it up best when he said, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of on and i think everybody can relate to that and i don't even have children and i can't imagine what his life is like so i understand what he's going through
1: so yeah we got we got to get you some kids we get you some kids yeah. and then you then you will see what's going on no <laughs> and i i'm just curious is there anybody
0: else in the league that you think could actually get that 11 days though
1: man uh who I don't know who could get those 11 days. Um, I don't think it has to be just because of seniority. Obviously, you think um, the guy's got to be have a relationship with his team. Um, but, you know, whatever's going on, I think it's about having communication, uh, being honest and open. Uh, you know, sometimes you think you, you might be embarrassed to share that side, but uh, if you're honest, open with your team and your organization about what's going on, uh, and say I have to do this, or I need time uh, for my family. Um, so be it. Uh, as long, I don't think anyone should complain as long as the ease there. Week one. I got another story I want to talk to you about. It's a little more serious. It's about Brian
0: Robinson, the rookie from the uh, the Commanders. Excuse me.
1: Have you heard of this story? I recently just heard the story. Uh, you know, I remember getting a report on my phone and I just being like, "Man, what just happened?" Uh, it was an attempted carjacking and he got shot multiple times. Um, man, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, obviously he wants to be out there probably playing football, but man, uh, health is the most important thing right now. And, um, just hope he's all right. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's crazy. Um, you never hope for any person or player to have to deal with that. Uh, but man, it's, uh, it's a wild world.
0: Yeah, really scary stuff. Good to hear that he seems to be okay. I think he made it out of surgery okay. I just wonder, as a team, how do you think they're dealing with that? Can you is it as easy? Just hey, we got to move on, or what do you think as a team leader you need to do really to help the team get through it?
1: You know, I think it's uh, checking on him and his family. Um, you know, obviously we have a little bit of time before the season. I, I you would think. Uh, Their team is, you know, rallying around him. Uh, The coaches are probably visited. The players are probably all visited. Um, And, you know, everybody's just, you know, got their thoughts and prayers with them. Um, And then I don't know how bad his injuries are, um, but, you know, just trying to get them uh, healthy, um, making sure everything's working good and, you know, can move forward. But uh, you just tell your players be safe out there. Um and make sure that um you know, it's not like he was doing anything wrong. It's just uh wrong place, wrong time. And um obviously you can't even prepare for something like that. So uh obviously it could happen to anyone, but man, it's uh it's an unfortunate situation.
0: Yeah, I do think he's they think they think he might be able to play again this season, which is really
1: good news. Just scary situation and uh yeah, glad to hear he's okay, man. Yeah, you know, we're wishing you the best, uh, Brian Robinson, hoping you get healthy. Uh, Hopefully we get to see you out there at some point. Don't rush it. Get healthy. Um, And everybody's looking forward to seeing you. And that is another episode of Not Just Football. Hayden, how do you think we did today?
0: I think aside from our first take moment where we went at each other about Michigan and Ohio State for about a good five minutes it was a pretty good episode, but we just yelled at each other a lot during that. So, yeah, other than that, I feel good about it.
1: Well, I feel good because O-State's going to win this week. Get this thing running uh, and prove to everybody they're right at having a number two. We'll see you at number one at sooner or later. It's been a great show. Thank you guys for tuning in to Not Just Football with me, and see you next time.